hello and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychologist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist, so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health, therapy, or assistance that you feel that you may be in need of. In my podcast, I'm here to share my journey as a newly single mommy of two wonderful little boys. I was in a very toxic marriage of 11 years and just recently I decided that I was going to take my life back. Um, I will be sharing with you guys my journey as my new chapter unfolds. It's been very challenging and uplifting just been a very interesting journey so I'm here to help and hopefully empower those who find themselves in the same situation or a similar situation to gain that confidence and take their life back as well so once again thanks for listening Hello and good evening. It's not quite as late as it was during my last episode. However, like I said, I actually am feeling really good. Um, yesterday I, I had mentioned that I had some very interesting you know, things happen with my sink. I haven't had the opportunity to finish fixing my sink and I haven't had the opportunity to, um, you know, really get everything completed around my house. Actually, as we speak, I am hanging or putting shirts on a hanger because I just finished folding everything up and I'm completing the rest of my laundry. This is going to be very interesting because tomorrow we just found out that they might be shutting the electricity off for about five hours due to, um, you know, I guess like a maintenance or what have you. But um, that is actually going to really mess things up for work. I'm hoping that things are going to be okay and I will not get into any Um, you know, I will not have any type of, uh, you know, um, challenges with that because usually they tend to get a little upset about things like that. But anyhow, I'm trying to get ahead with everything else and I'm trying to get back on schedule. And I'll be honest, usually when I do not get to complete a lot of my you know, my tasks, I I tend to get very frustrated and upset. But since I know that, you know, other things have happened, it's, I'm looking at everything. I'm trying to really reprogram my mindset to just be positive no matter what, you know. Uh, So today, I got my mail. (laughs) There's always surprises in the mail. Always. And I found out that I have wonderful delinquent toll road um, <laughs> charges. 
Gotta love those tolls in Orange County. Sometimes you just can't avoid those toll roads. And I will say that a lot of it really had to do with, you know, that was actually my own doing. That wasn't anybody that, you know, that put me in that situation. It was really my own doing because I was very careless about avoiding them. And I will say after being separated from my husband, I became more mindful of that when I started driving, you know, in that area. I said, okay, I cannot afford to pay this stuff and, you know... I'm very, very careful about that now. But anyhow, I realized, okay, I, I got this letter saying that um, <laughs> they were going to withhold my, you know, my vehicle registration. Now, actually, in June, I am not sure if I had mentioned this, but in June, I actually cheated death. Um, I'll talk more about that another time, but long story short, the car that I had actually combusted in flames while I was in it. It stalled out, and while I was trying to uh, send a friend of mine my location, it literally, like, combusted in flames, and I was very fortunate enough to get out, and... It was crazy, but actually that vehicle was still showing that I was, you know, it was being charged for that toll road thing. And uh, thankfully they were actually able to lower the initial cost of it. And so <laughs> I, I was just like, okay, yeah, you know, I'll just, yeah, I'll, I'll go through with it. Now, on the regular, I would probably be freaking out, thinking, oh my goodness, when it rains, it pours. Of course, like I had mentioned, you know, yesterday, I could have that, you know, I could have that mindset of, oh my gosh, why is all of, why are all of these bad things happening to me? However, I'm not going to see things as, you know, that way. I would prefer to look at it as, this is God's way of telling me, you know, you really need to keep yourself busy. And, you know, this is an exercise for me. This is an exercise for me. It's an opportunity for me to exercise how I'm seeing things and how I'm looking at things and, you know, how I'm going to deal with them. So uh, when I got that uh, lovely notification, I immediately called the you know, the toll roads, and I tried to, you know, um, I actually tried to resolve the problem, you know, right then and there, and so we came up with a solution, and that's what I'm very happy about. So the fact that we have a game plan to resolve it, I'm more than happy, and, you know, a lot more things have been, you know, like, on top of the sink, on top of other things, you know, I definitely feel like there's some times where I feel that I could be given or granted a break from all of this chaos, but I'll be honest, I'm not going to look at it like that. I'm not going to wish for a break. I'm not going to wish for things to be easier. You know, I see that things are definitely 
you know, possible. I see that things are definitely doable and, you know, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I do see that I am very blessed. I'm very blessed to have my health. I'm very blessed to still have a job. I'm very blessed to have the resources and, you know, the motivation still to pursue my business and continue, you know, building myself as a mother, as a woman, as a businesswoman, and building myself within my career. So I'm very blessed in a lot of aspects. I feel great about it. And I, I have to say, ever since I've, you know, eliminated any negativity from my life, things have been much better and easier, you know, to, to really focus on what, what needs to be done and, you know, things that are going to be productive. So I'm very happy for that. And, you know, for those that still kind of struggle with, you know, um, all of this, like, you know, negativity, I know that some of us still have to have that contact with our ex-spouses because, you know, um, not everybody... Not everybody was, uh, you know, I don't want to say fortunate, but, you know, I know that there's some of us that still have joint custody where we do have to, you know, face our ex-spouses. And, you know, after all, they still are the, you know, other parent, the other, we have to co-parent with them. And so with that being said, I understand that it's easier said than done when it comes down to, you know, um, having no contact. But I do understand that there are other ways of, you know, contacting. I, I know that there's like an app for, you know, parents to contact each other via that app versus contacting them directly and causing issues. So that I'm fully aware of. And, you know, we could definitely, you know, look into to that instead of actually allowing things to get ugly. And with my ex-husband, that's one thing that I've always told him was, you know, please don't contact because there's truly, you know, there's truly no reason for us to get ugly with one another. You know, the children don't need to see it and the, we don't need to get all worked up. That's just my opinion, but we all know that with certain narcissists, they love that argument, and I'll be honest, since I blocked my ex, I have no idea what's going on, you know, I've missed out on the threats, boo-hoo, and so, you know, I mean, there's, there's always that possibility that, like I had mentioned yesterday, that he could definitely you know, threaten me and, you know, threats are threats. They're just warning of things people are going to do. Um, most of the time threats could be empty, but it's like, I'm wondering how that works. And uh, I do tend to wonder, okay, well, I wonder if he realizes that I'm not answering back. And, you know, I truly felt that that was the best solution was to just 
break free of that and break free of all the contacts so I can really focus on what's important. And it's been very effective for the last week. So for those who have that luxury of uh, not having to truly contact their ex-spouse, I totally recommend it. I totally recommend it because I feel a whole lot better and I probably sound a whole lot better to some of you guys. And, you know, I feel like I'm able to stay positive, which allows me to be really more productive in, in things and on my daily life. And even when I don't get things done, I'm not beating myself up. I'm not looking at things and getting upset because things didn't work out or, you know, even when bad things or unfortunate events happen, I'm okay with it. And a lot of, a lot of this also has a great deal to do with prayer and your faith. You have faith in yourself. You build up that confidence. More importantly, you know, for those of you that are religious or whatever higher being that you believe in, I truly recommend, you know, turning to your faith because that does and has played a big factor in what's been going on with myself. I do feel that ever since I've restored my faith and I've been more active in in praying, I've realized that things have definitely been a whole lot better and you know if you truly pay attention to your surroundings and what's going on you know you're getting your answers sometimes we do tend to you know ask for guidance in prayer and we tend to just kind of you know the answers are there but I think we do tend to overthink and we allow our emotions to be louder than those answers. And when that happens, you know, we, we totally miss that opportunity to hear those answers. And so my best advice to everybody right now, um, you know, I, like I said, I truly feel that I'm in a much better place right now. And I really believe that everybody else could be you know, in the same position within the, you know, give yourself a week. You know, it's hard to cut that cord. It truly is because of fear. We fear that we will be missing out on, you know, on the warnings or, you know what I mean? It's like, we're afraid of what they will do if they don't hear from us. Maybe they'll actually show up at, at our home and, 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 and say all kinds of crazy things that will scare us. But I will say this. You know, if things ever get that bad, the best thing for us to do is to really use the resources that's given to us. For example, if it gets really that bad where, you know, somebody does show up to your door, that's grounds for, you know, possibly getting some kind of restraining order. 
some of us are, I know, are afraid to get that because we're afraid, well, is it truly going to stop them? You never know, but, you know, at least it's in the records. And you did everything, every possible means you could to protect yourself and to protect your children. So, and that's all you can do. But, of course, certain things that you can't control, those are the times where you just have to let go and let your faith deal with it. You know, allow that to kick in and allow those miracles to happen. Because things are meant to happen. There's no mistake. There's no accidents. Things are truly meant to happen. And, you know, with that being said, you know, we tend to be very worrisome over things that we can't control. And that's basically what causes us to be, you know, go into panic attack mode or, you know, we get very scattered brained. I know because that's how I get. I know that I've been in situations where I'm totally fine. I am, I could be working, I'm in a teleconference and I will get one of those text messages that are very disturbing and just very, um, you know, that will aggravate me. And after that, my entire day is ruined. And I don't know how to react. I don't know. I forget where I'm at. I forget what I'm supposed to be doing. And, you know, it just becomes a mess. And where I'm supposed to be, I end up going two or three or four steps back, depending on how I'm really taking it. So what I truly recommend is sometimes you just have to talk to yourself, as I mentioned in the last few podcast episodes, talk to yourself and really understand and, you know, be solid about where you want to be. Be solid about your goals. Be solid about, you know, standing up for yourself and what you don't want. You know, stand for something. And I can promise you that once You have that and you've dug your heels into the sand. I can promise you that all of this will no longer affect you. All of this will cause you to just say, I don't have time for this. Going through everything that I've had to go through the last few months financially, uh, I will say that in the beginning, it really caused me to be discouraged. It caused me to be fearful and just stressed out. But as this continues, the more I have to pay for ridiculousness, I've come to a realization that, okay, this is how it truly is going to be for the next, more than likely, this is, this is how it's going to be for the next few months or so, give or take a year. And I know that I can't do anything to to stop it, you know. Even though I'm looking at some of these bills and I'm like getting frustrated because I'm like I shouldn't have to pay this. But it's a price that you have to pay, you know, in order to move on. And my honest opinion you know, 
Money will come and go. You'll spend it as quickly as you will earn it. If you're wise. (laughs) But the one thing that I feel money really cannot buy, you know, are really the things that, that matter. And that's, you know, that freedom, that's that peace of mind. And if you really have to, you know, pay, if you're given that opportunity where it's like, that's just part of it, then just pay it. You know, it's going to be tight, but these are the things that you've got to learn how to budget anyways. You have to learn how to manage your money and be a little bit tight anyhow. So, okay, you're given the opportunity to tighten your belt because some unexpected event comes up. You know, sadly, that's life. Even if you didn't go through a divorce, you would have to go through, you would have to go through all of these, as I said, annoying and, you know, just absurd humps, financial humps. But this would be your practice. How do you handle it? Now, you might hear some stuff in the background. I do apologize because right now, this is basically the real deal. I am literally cleaning up. It's been a while since I've had the opportunity to do a thorough, you know, cleaning of my my apartment. But since I am a little bit full, you know, have a bit of energy, I'm going to do so. So as I'm doing this podcast and recording, you guys are keeping me company while I am getting everything in order. Um, I am excited because this week I will have a busy week. And, you know, I finished kind of prepping, somewhat, you know, getting all the groceries that I'm going to need for the next two weeks. Um, Tomorrow I will be prepping for, you know, the next, the next day and also just really focusing on, you know, my, my active or basically my productivity and how it is I'm keeping myself busy, you know, um, I will probably require some self-care after this week is done because it's going to be very crazy and very hectic. But, you know, I'm completely ready for it. So, you know, I really hope that my friends, you guys are doing well and hanging in there because I can promise you it's going to get better For those that are feeling that horrible hump where it feels like it's just getting worse, don't give up. Please don't give up. I can promise you that things are going to get better. And, you know, especially with some of these type of people that we talk about, narcissists, they really tend to, you know, you have to understand that these people are desperate. They are scared because things in their life right now are not going as they wish. 
and they have to blame somebody for it. They will not take accountability for the things that happened to them. They will say that it happened to them because somebody else inflicted this pain on them. And I know that there's a few of my friends who, you know, actual friends that I went to college and high school with that have shared with me that, you know, they're, you know, they're going through the beginning stages of what I went through, that guilt. And I even had a friend tell me that she rather just take the blame than play the victim and get it over with. You know, um, I understand where that mentality comes from, but it's also a very dangerous mentality to have because, you know, as you kind of give in to that, I believe that, you know, you're very susceptible to saying, okay, you know what, I'm going to go back. And a lot of the time, most of the times these, these people will say, well, you're tearing our family apart. And, you know, to be realistic, sometimes it's better to be apart and provide a much more better environment and healthier environment for yourself and most importantly for your children. Because truly, if you don't really look out for yourself, as I've said, your children are going to think that that environment is okay. And they're going to feel that they have to stay in order. You know, staying is going to be the right thing to do when it isn't always the right thing to do. And some people may be old-fashioned about that, but... People who have stayed, you know, more power to you guys if you were able to work it out. But I really and truly hope that people who've decided to stay have really truly worked it out and not put a band-aid over the scars and continued living because you're not really being honest with yourself. And the reason why I feel that I could definitely say that and be blunt about that is because I have been there for many years where I truly felt that, okay, it's better, it's better. But the harsh truth about it is it never did get better. The truth about it is it got worse as I continued on. And, you know, as you continue to stay you're prolonging your suffering. You're prolonging, you know, your children, um, you know, seeing you suffer and them, them, and they, of course, too, will suffer because they see that, you know, they see that their mom or dad is hurting and that's no good. You know, they deserve to see you happy. They deserve to see you at peace. They deserve to understand and recognize what, you know, having a peace of mind looks like. What having peace and quiet in your life looks like so you can actually focus on, you know, the, the finer things in life. As in, you know, your things that make you happy. The small things, the memories, you know. Life is hard already as it is. And... 
there's truly no reason for us to endure, you know, nonsense that we really don't have to put up with. You know, nobody has a right to tell us, okay, well, you know, I understand that you're miserable, but you have to do what's right. No, sweetheart, that's not how it goes. You know, uh, people have this very strong perception of what's right and wrong, and they feel that they have the, you know, the authority to judge others and say, well, you're doing this wrong, and this is the consequence to that, or this is, this is what you should do. But, you know, who am I to... Who am I to judge those people as well? It's like Jesus Christ said when he was crucified is, forgive them, Father, they know not what they do. And, you know, it's very hard to break away from certain cycles that we were taught as children. But the more we step away from things that we're familiar with and get out of our comfort zone, the more our eyes are opened. And that's why I really believe that it's very important for us to step out of our comfort zone once in a while. Not just, you know, not just to experience something, but to really understand, to get different perspectives from different people and different views of life. Because how we were raised to think and how we thought for a very long time does not necessarily mean that it's right. You know, for, for those of us who have old school family that basically go and live by, quote unquote, the book, we tend to, those people tend to really just keep that black and white perception rather than kind of thinking outside of the box. And for those of us that are, I guess you could say, the misfits of the group or the family, that's something that we tend to struggle with. You know, we tend to seek that validation. And once again, you know, um, that phrase itself tends to be looked upon as negative, seeking validation. You know, it can be of course, but, you know, when we seek validation, that's something that we tend to do because we've been hurt, because we've been confused, because we're told that this is wrong, but in our hearts, you know, our gut feeling, we're like, okay, this is my calling, or this is basically what, you know, my gut feeling is telling me to do right now, and I don't feel this is right, you know, my feelings about this are very strong and we're setting our boundaries and we get that, you know, we get guilted for setting those boundaries and putting our foot down and standing up for ourselves. And, you know, then because you feel like you're being torn to shreds because you're like really trying to be yourself and you're, you're trying to break free. You're just trying to break free and it's like you don't want to harm anybody, but, you know, they make you feel like you're harming them because you want to be yourself or because you feel a certain way. And like I mentioned in my previous podcast episodes, 
your feelings should matter. I've lived my entire life putting other people's feelings ahead of mine. Now, these specific people will probably tell you, you know, will probably disagree and say, nope, it's always been about your feelings and it's always been about you. That's the trademark reaction. You know, um, I've basically been to, I've gotten to a point where I really started to question, okay, what am I doing so wrong? I remember, you know, reaching out to a lot of friends and saying, you know, is this wrong? Yeah, you're seeking validation in a sense, you're venting. But you don't mean to slander the other person. That's not your intent. But then it's that, that later on, that's what it appears to be. You know, you seek validation. Yeah, you do because you don't know. You're in a sense being, you know, pushed to think that you're like some sort of abomination because you think differently. It's not a good feeling to have. And so as an adolescent, when you're very dependent and you're not able to stand on your own two feet, you're basically stuck. And you're going to think that for a while until you get into your adulthood and you realize that, you know, it's okay. And, you, you know, you experience life on your own and you, you realize that it really is okay to have your own feelings. It's really okay for you to have your views. And for people that, you know, claim to care about you, they should care about your views. They shouldn't dismiss your, your feelings. But that's a struggle that, you know, some people will continue to, you know, to have and battle with themselves because they're really codependent and looking to please, you know, their loved ones because they want to be accepted. That's the big issue there is just that longing of acceptance and... That's when people start feeling as if they're being, you know, they're having to chase people. And I truly feel whether it be a romantic relationship with a significant other or any type of relationship, whether it be a friendship, whether it be, you know, a, a relationship with a sibling or with a parent, an aunt or uncle, grandparent, what have you. It should never be that way. You should never feel like, you know, you have to basically, you know, achieve something or be something that they approve of in order to feel loved. That's not unconditional love. You know, um, what should matter is whether or not you are happy. You should not be feeling guilty because you're... You're doing what makes you happy. You should never feel guilted. People should never feel make you, especially those that are close to you, they should never make you feel guilty for how you feel or being happy. And like I said, I don't believe that anybody should have to chase anybody around. Love is mutual. It's supposed to be mutual. And if it's one-sided, then that's okay. 
that's where we kind of have to learn that, you know what? I love this person. And this person is always going to be whatever the relationship is. But as of right now, I need to love myself more so I can focus on building my life with, you know, those that I hold dear to me, my children. And they should understand that. You know, there's people that might continuous, continue to be angry with you. And no matter what you do, they will be angry at you. They will not approve of what you do. But if you in your heart know that you're doing something correct, or you're doing your very best, and you're not purposely trying to harm anybody, then that's all that matters. So my suggestion, as always, is to really focus on goals. Focus on where you want to be within the next few months. Let's start off in six months, you know, maybe three, six to three month increments. You know, make yourself a little goal sheet. Write down affirmations. Talk to yourself every morning. They may not seem like it would be effective because it just seems very cliche, but I can promise you, and I... I have to say, since I've actually started talking to myself and every morning really acknowledging what I'm grateful for, it has been very effective. And I've been feeling much better for the last, the last week. And I have to say that even with everything that's been going on, it's been, you know, a breath of fresh air. And even though I'm not able to get a lot of things done, you know, I find myself talking to myself and motivating myself. And I know that this is a little bit strange because I'm literally cleaning my apartment right now <laughs> as I'm talking to you guys. But I truly don't mind, and I hope you don't. Because as I said, this is, this is the real deal. This is the raw footage. Because I, being a single mom, trying to get everything together, it truly is not easy. And I'll tell you guys why doing these podcasts are very important to me. It's because I know what it's like. I know how it feels. And I know what it's like to feel like you're alone, especially when you're going through all of these different, you know, you're, as your heart continues to break, as you, you stay in this relationship and you're wondering whether or not you should stay or go and you have no idea what your next, what your next move is going to be. You feel like you're in a dark spot or area in your life and you're just there by yourself. You have your children there. Sometimes it's sad, but this is the truth. The truth is sometimes even with your children there, you're not present even though you are physically with them, you're not mentally present and with them. So you're not really giving them the full undivided attention that they deserve. And I'll be honest, even now as a single mom and, you know, being away from the drama, I don't, I'm not always mentally present because of course I have a lot going on, you know, in my head. But for the most part, I've improved. You know, and I'm, I'm trying to find different ways 
you know, to get around things. Uh, as far as the chores gone or went with the kids of, um, you know, assigning the chores, well, you know, it's still, it's still day one. But for the most part, the lunches were made. <laughs> you know, the couch was put back together and the shoes were put back in the closet. So, you know, baby steps. If we can't expect our, you know, ourselves to fully accomplish, you know, these blueprints that we put down for ourselves, we also have to be patient with our children. And so I'm really, you know, I'm really accepting that. But let's see here. It is now currently 11.35. I was hoping to get some sleep probably around midnight. But I do feel great that I was able to at least wash all my dishes, you know, fold most of the clothes. I'm going to have the kids put that away tomorrow. Ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> you know, sweep and mop my floor. And I'll probably, once this floor is dry and I put all the furniture back on that side of the apartment, I look forward to dusting and vacuuming my living room. And so it does feel nice to get things, even in the house, accomplished. Today I started working on productivity and activity for my business. And I've gotten a few results, you know, or I've actually gotten things that I've, you know, placed in the pipeline. So I'm very excited about that. You know, I've definitely increased my activity as far as contacts. And so I've been feeling a lot more confident and, you know, I know that um, I'm going to have that ability to help more people. So I'm very excited about that. You know, I really like the fact that I'm going to have that opportunity to just put everything together. I'm excited because I know that these next few months, I, I know that I'm going to be a totally different cherry. And I know that it's going to get better. It always does, as long as we want it to. And I will tell you this, my friends, I am starving for something much better. I am starving to have a change in my life. I am starving to help others out and change, help them change their lives, empower them to change their lives. And that's why, honestly, that's why this podcast is very important to me. Even if it's 11 o'clock at night and you know, I get to chit-chat with you guys for, you know, an hour or 30 minutes. I could talk all day long. But I want to share with you guys my insights. This is important to me because I know that there's probably somebody out there that needs to hear this. Or I know that there's somebody out there that needs to feel that they're understood. And, you know, I, I really appreciate those who have reached out to me and expressed that. And I'm going to continue to do this. I'm going to continue to help, to do my best to help you guys out. And, you know, I, I truly do hope that for those who have reached out, I really hope that one day we will have the opportunity to meet each other in person and just 
you know, talk about life and, you know, enjoy one another's company with a cup of coffee, you know, or just enjoy the view while we're drinking, you know, Jamba Juice or something. Or I look forward to connecting to more people. And for those of you who feel that you don't have the capabilities of changing your life, please really look at yourself in the mirror and change that thought. Understand that you are more capable than you know. And you will get to that destination as long as you get off of this broken train track that, or this broken train that has not been moving. You know, you have to, you have to leave where you're currently at. And, you know, who knows, um, for some of these relationships, there might actually still be hope. Maybe there's people that are willing to change. But until, you know, for now, focus on you. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Focus on you and rebuilding yourself and finding the better version of yourself. Grow through progress. I was actually listening to a YouTube video, and I believe this was actually, you know, Tony Ro uh, Robbins who said this. He said that, you know, a lot of people are seeking, you know, um, success. They want that quick success, but that's not how it happens. Success is obtained through progress, through personal growth of the different, you know, progress that we, you know, obtain. And you have to, you have to even embrace the challenges you know, I, I can't think of any person that has, you know, um, been successful in their life that has not en endured any type of challenges. Challenges in life really humble us. It's the best lesson, I think. So, you know, go out there and get dirty. And, you know, you'll come out strong and you'll say, hey, I crawled through the mud. I went through hell and I came back and I am not afraid of anything. I promise you things are going to get better. Hang in there. And I look forward to talking to you guys soon. I'll let you guys know how this week went. And, you know, I look forward to seeing some of you guys on my Instagram. And um, actually, I ha I'm pretty excited because I have some upcoming, you know, treats for you guys. I really wanted to start my podcast and just kind of introduce you guys, give you guys an intro of my story. And I think you guys have probably heard more than enough from me already. And so I'm going to start bringing in, you know, guests uh, within the next few weeks or so. Um, I do have a friend that actually is a um, recovering addict. Um, and, you know, he is actually very excited to share his story. And I'm very excited to bring him on, you know, the podcast so you guys can kind of hear from him and get a different insight on, you know, for those that have gone through any type of, uh, any type of, uh, you know, relationship that 
had any type of, um, you know, substance abuse. You know, you guys can kind of see things through his perspective. And I have to say that, um, you know, I, I recently spoke with him because we lost touch. But he was actually one of the last people that I spoke to. One of the things that he told me, because he actually was going through a relapse at that time, and this was before, probably weeks before I had left my ex-husband. And one thing that he had said to me that really stuck to me, because he was going through that relapse, so this kind of said a lot. The one thing he had told me was, in order to help your ex or your husband, you really have to leave because you're basically enabling him to continue on because you're giving him that safety zone and that option to come back home and you know he there's no consequence and so I saw through social media he was actually doing much better with his life and once in a while he does relapse but you know after we spoke I had told him and thanked him for being there and, you know, giving me an ear to listen, even though he was going through his own challenges and fighting his own demons, he still was there to listen. And, you know, he still provided me with a new perspective and, you know, was definitely looking out for mine and my boy's best interest and he was on the other side of the fence so I truly do um, admire him for that and so I definitely look forward to bringing him on the show and uh, yeah so there's more to come with that um, you know I will say that I really want to you know, make sure that I'm bringing some brand new material to you guys so I can really bring more helpful, you know, awareness and insights to you guys. But for now, that's all I have. I know that I've spoken for close to an hour now, but like always, thank you for listening, and we will get through this together. Be kind to yourself, take care of yourself, and for those that are still struggling with the confusion, with the emotional battle with yourself, and maybe your abuser, hang in there. Know that there's always gonna be light in the end of the tunnel. But until then, bye.